spidey senses tingling. Oh, big shoe. He's the host that will just mock you incessantly for trying to bring a little humor into our lives. But that's okay. We love him anyway. He's slim. This is the Paper Keg Podcast, episode 259er. Welcome to the show. Uh, Three dear friends get together and talk about a book club. This week, very special book club. A book by the name Dakota North. And we read your letters live to close out the show. We have uh, we have a very special guest with us. Let's just not beat around the podcast bush. Hashtag podcast bush. We uh, let's get our regular hosts out of the way first before we get to the real deal. VP of merch, VP sales, VP community, VP marketing, SVP of VPs. Dale underscore A puts the whole thing together. Welcome back. What you just did right there, What if if I was in uh, one of my meetings for the show, we'd call that the rundown. You just gave him the rundown, and now I'm ready to speak. Uh, also joining yeah. me tonight, not the real deal, but he's here over my left shoulder uh, behind the wall of the basement bathroom, some sort of critter chewing the wood or the drywall. <laughs> uh, it's pretty unnerving listening to it i can hear him through my headphones as i speak to you guys so um, i don't know if like ehrlich i don't think they have a 24-hour hotline but i could try calling them after the show that's the only thing that's the best i got just 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 the word critter kind of freaks me out a little Mm -hmm. bit too let alone that he's in your walls if if my cats were down there they'd be just be peeing everywhere just at the thought of not being able to get to whatever's behind <laughs> VP of Critters uh, Second living host Final living host Before we get to our big guest he uh, His sheen of white Is unlike that I've ever seen before In Google Hangouts He's a writer Unpublished Never been published before His brief string of Semi-published works He retired from Our Patreon newsletter Welcome back to the show Jonesy yeah. Loves Beer I like to f- I like to feel and think that I retired on the top of my game. You know, I was getting one two likes a week. You know, it was time to just go out on top. And I like to feel like my this evening's face wattage uh, far outweighs my uh, my very weak intro this week. So you know, my strong light that I'm just mm-hmm. shining through your monitors at your faces, I feel like makes up a little bit. Mm. You we'll could see. Say, you could say that. Time strong will tell. Light. Time will tell. Uh, strong light. Skin, Sheen. Big guest this week. You know, we, Dale, was working the phones, as he does in his office. He has his meetings. Has a phone bank. Four or five phones. <laughs> and Dale said to me in our phone meeting, who can we 
who can we bring on to the show to top every show we've ever mm-hmm. done in history? There's only, and as soon as I said that, we both knew the one person come to mind. Yeah. Uh, none other than the creator of Revenger hit series taking Patreon and the comic book shops by storm. Our dear friend Chuck Forsman, welcome to the show for the first time ever. Oh my God. Hello guys. <laughs> this is uh this is fantastic. Thanks for having me feel? on. It it feels good. Yeah. I'm I'm a little my hands are a little sweaty. No. But that's okay, right? <laughs> that's that's totally normal. I sweat constantly when it we record. It's it's unnerving. Just like my little friend behind me. Like our, our fifth host tonight, the mysterious critter that lives in your walls. Oh my god. My mind is just building pictures of what that guy is. Just chewing. Yeah, chewing I don't away. know. I've never heard a live animal. Well, I've heard true the muskrat that was under my the floorboards of my bathroom that one couple days. That's different than god. this. I'm thinking oh. it's some kind of rabid squirrel. <laughs> rabid Definitely raccoon. rabid. I mean, it's got to be rabid. Probably, that's right? That's the only, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I was stuck in the walls, I'd probably get rabid after a certain point. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm bloodthirsty we got limes from just the think of how what, what it's gonna be like when it starts to you know chip away at the innards of that wall and its little Ooh. hands start coming through oh. and dale's like what's that noise and he starts getting closer and closer and then it becomes like a national lampoon skit where it's like on his face and it's like a muppet and he's like swinging around the basement <laughs> footloose uh or uh what's what's the song from uh caddyshack Starts playing. Footloose. Never mind. Footloose I'll see you guys is later. Is it Footloose? It's Kenny Hoggins. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll see you guys. Thanks. Now, Chuck Forsman, let's get back to yeah. the start of the Don't show Don't edit here. that part out so everybody knows. Jonesy just fouled <laughs> up big time. That's right. I do get, I think when we, when we have guest hosts, I think historically people say I don't rag on you guys when there's a guest host. So I'm glad that I'm starting off with a bang and really pounding Jonesy. <laughs> Just pretend I'm not here. Now, one, two. Here. <laughs> now, Chuck, you uh, you started listening to Paper Keg, I think, in the early days, didn't you? Didn't you write into the show way back when? Yeah, well, like most podcasts, I only start listening to them when they talk about me. Um, and you guys, <laughs> of, course. <laughs> of course, you guys reviewed one of my books, and uh, I was like, oh, what are these guys? I never heard of this. Uh, and then I, I started listening. So when was that? When did you guys do the end of the bleeping world? That was like, gosh, yeah, it feels like at least two years ago. ago. I feel I like Jonesy's pulling up his computer. Yeah. Or Dale's I'm looking, looking up the stats right now. And then uh, I listened to that, and I was like, hey, I, I like the uh, I like the cut of the jibs of of you guys. And then I end. I found myself listening all that summer, whenever that was, to every every episode, Mo- wow. mowing the lawn, yeah. listening to you it. guys. I remember that. Holy, a smokes. lot of lawns were mown. <laughs> listening to you guys said the past tense right there <laughs> yeah it's an amazing it's word lawn anymore I think we found the title of your next book the lawn moon yeah the lawn moon man <laughs> what well, do you have any 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 learnings of of going back to the paper keg catalog in one fell swoop any 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 specific moments that stuck out how about the carmine infantino eulogy oh yeah that at the top oh, that's a list? great one yeah yeah, there's a lot of great moments. Uh, I mean, it's funny listening to you guys grow. You, you've you've definitely, as the internet has gotten wilder and scarier for comic books, you guys have have grown up. Mm. 
<laughs> calm down. You used to be a little more hot, little little hot, like hot takes everywhere. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> I think I think I I my trend of stopping hot takes was mainly because I started I got a professional job yeah and then I almost maybe I should stop the hot takes (laughs) too many hot takes too many hot takes for my career growth I think (laughs) and then and then it just ends up feeling awful when you you think about like the the amount of work one puts into a comic if we started making hot takes for for you Charles Forsman as we did end of the bleeping world in episode one hundred forty four. Uh, you know, yeah, the yeah. amount of hard no, work yeah. somebody puts into no, it. No, but you guys were you guys were honest with it, and I I appreciated it. I remember Dale. I feel like you were the one who wasn't super sold on the book, what? and I appreciated listening. I was sold on the book. Ooh, no, 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 yeah. no, no. <laughs> totally sold on the book. Backpedaling live. <laughs> this is my kimono. What did Dale? What did Dale like? What right? did he like least? Scalped or the end of the effing world? <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm that's right. Focus it all on him, Slim. Focus it all on him. <laughs> Jonesy is like Christmas morning. The the spotlight is off, Jonesy. Right now. <laughs> oh, those little hands. Do you see that? <laughs> no little childlike hands. I have proportionate hands to Dale's feet. Jonesy's Donald Trump esque <laughs> hands. Uh, but that is funny. I I I honestly I shudder. Not that it's, you know, we're just going to talk about ourselves and not you, Chuck, but I shudder yeah. to go back at the older episodes just because of, like, what we sounded like or who we crapped on. <laughs> and it is it is fascinating. I always come back to that. It's always fascinating how, we, you know, I, I probably started out as out of necessity, but then eventually I just lost the desire because I yeah, started yeah. to, like, interact with more people and, like, you, you, you understand how much work goes into these things. And you're like, ugh, you know, what is me on some dopey little podcast crapping on a person going to do really in the end yeah that's the internet right mm-hmm. it's like yeah these are there's real people behind all that and uh yeah there's plus jonesy prefers to do his artist crapping on g chats we've got all those yeah. logs we've yeah, saved pri- them private g chats that's yeah. what g chats are for it. right <laughs> i mean the amount of jonesy tech screenshots i have in my personal library just got one be rainy day astounding mm-hmm. sell him up to you know, big time <laughs> personal attacks <laughs> uh, so do we want to chat about anything else before we get into chuck's hand-picked comic book we could talk about for revenger. this episode dakota should we do that now or we could I mean, talk about revenger oh we don't have Re- to do that amazing yeah. revenger is oh stop it fantastic if you stop. uh if you're into you know digging in the old Reading. vhs for your favorite rucker Hauer movie or anything along the lines of an, of a sweet, nice B movie. That's Revenger, basically, mm-hmm. and it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's uh all right. I'll, it's, there it yeah. is. Come on. It's a uh, it's an action comic book yeah. that I do. I write and draw. No, you can sorry. get it. Live. I Various places, Comicsology, notwithstanding. Disclaimer: um, Comicsology. Yeah. <laughs> and uh yeah but let's 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 we're not here for me we're not here for we're here for yeah i draw yes. comic books big deal i i i want to <laughs> okay before we move on i just want to compliment you on yeah. the the cover stock of your revenger comics mm. gorgeous mm. oh thank you yeah the uh i i've went through a few printers of those 
but I like the thing I'm doing now. It's I'm I'm very happy with that that printer. They're doing okay. a, a bang up job over there. Good. Yeah. It's got that it's got that weird finish yeah, on it. It's really cool. That feels like it's a little it's a little friction to it. Mm-hmm. It almost feels like alien skin. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I love <laughs> getting my hands on alien skin. It feels yeah. like the most expensive part of the book, honestly. Is that how yeah. the business works of print comics? Is that the most oh, expensive part? Oh, man, get form? a kimono right off. Um, Let's talk about hmm. it. Let me smell it. Yeah, paper stock makes a, makes a big difference, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, like most comics, they co- it's like self-cover, they call it, where it's not, you know, you pick up a Marvel comic or an Image comic, it's just, it's all Junk. the same paper, and there's no uh, cover mm-hmm. stock. Um about to drop a hot take on cover stocks from image and no 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 i I like that i I like that actually but but this comic that i i i I dug through the bins and sent you guys copies of dakota north uh so you guys read paper comics this week (laughs) yes we did amazingly (laughs) we did it's a strange sensation reading dakota north from 1984 on the train next to the bo smelling touchscreen laptop user yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now what? So we did Dakota North was our is our book club. A very hard to find print Marvel comic from the eighties. What what made you choose this one for us? Um, there's a few things. I I've, I the main thing is the artist Tony Salmons. He he hasn't done a ton of work. Um, but this is the work that I think is my favorite that he's done. Uh, and and it's just a beauty to look at. And it's it's an odd book. It's it it came out in 1986, lasted five issues, and was swiftly canceled um, for no real reason. I guess they said sales, but the first issue sold 120,000 copies, wow. which which nowadays, you know, that's you know, it's you're, one. you're in the big leagues. That's there. crazy. I wonder but what the back final then, issue, like you what get the issue, chop. they were like, ugh, 80,000 copies. Shut it down. Yeah, <laughs> not cutting it well, anymore. They were, uh, the numbers were so slow to come in uh, back then. It was probably they probably just saw that number and was like, "Oh, that's no, we gotta we gotta shut this down." <laughs> Junk. <laughs> <laughs> Jonesy, do you want to do you want to walk us through your Dakota North synopsis so we can get into the nitty gritty? Now, usually I would offer and have been denied at this point. The guests, if they want to do their own synopsis, usually they decline. I'm declining. So, okay. <laughs> so, five for five then. Okay. Idiot Jonesy. Dakota, Dakota, idiot Jonesy. <laughs> <laughs> Dakota North, former model, you know, amateur detective, bodyguard, all around, a kicker. You know, she's got her... Uh, her acolytes of uh, also much badassery that uh, follow her around. And uh, she gets into adventures. You know, she's hired uh, to figure out some animosity towards a, a fashion mogul. Who turns out to be targeted by her husband? Question mark. That's all you got, Jonesy? I thought Jonesy was frozen That's all you got? there. I thought he lost <laughs> internet. <laughs> I, I, was trying, I was going for a segue from Mogul, and then I couldn't get it. So I just blanked for about 10 seconds. I just rebooted. And uh, much adventure continues as her, probably my favorite character, little brother Ricky, 
is embroiled <laughs> mm. in a spy scandal where he accidentally takes a gas-filled pen to Paris. She follows him across the globe, where she's confronted by a menagerie of villains, including Carolina South. Oh, writer. Wink, wink. Her uh, <laughs> show writer. Her arch nemesis. And uh, probably leaves us on one of the best cliffhangers that will never get resolved in uh, print comics I, li- I read last week. <laughs> it's Dakota North, uh, a romp, if I've ever read one, and uh, part of Marvel Majesty. Dale, what do you have? I, I, I felt that sharp and take a breath. I, this is what I'm talking about. I haven't talked about anything yet, but... Where is where's <laughs> Brian Michael Bendis to resurrect this instead of create Jessica Jones? You know what? Exactly. My point is where is the Dakota North revival? Honest to mm. goodness, like I'm, a, a t- yeah. totally new new take on the character need be. You know? But even but you wouldn't even have to change that much. You just add a little add some selfies taken in there, some yeah, yeah. some modern <laughs> social media stuff, but but mm-hmm. that's like when I read this book, it's like God. Why is this not like they could easily just start a, a new Dakota North comic, and it would be it would be easily. a smash. I think every yeah. every time they do this tongue and cheek quip, or they did they do like a gender reversal, mm-hmm. like it feels like this book was sent back in time yeah. from twenty sixteen. Really, yeah, yeah, and it's so far ahead of its time. If you were to tell me, or if you didn't tell me this was from eighty six, I would never believe you. Uh, it's written by a woman, uh, Martha Thomas's, and this is basically her only comic. I think she did some stuff for National Lampoon, and but she's she was mainly a journalist, um, mm-hmm. and she worked for like uh, she was an assistant to Norman Mailer, uh, oh. so she's got some literary chops. But she she does credit. a bang up job on this. Uh, I think a lot of that the writing credit goes to her. Oh, I was going to say before any listeners jump down Jonesy's gullet. For Which saying Bendis sh- should have, or Bo- or Jonesy and Dale saying Bendis should use her, according to Wikipedia. Okay. Oh, okay. We'll stop right there. <laughs> Dakota <laughs> North <laughs> was used fairly regularly in Daredevil, starting with number eighty-two, and that's circa two thousand six. Wow. Do you remember really? that? Was that was that your boy's run? I don't remember her. Yeah, hmm. neither do I. What I think we all have copies of that run. If that's if that's Bendis's and Malieve's run. Yeah, it's. I think they start in the forties, right? Or maybe that's Brubaker. I'm not sure. But, yeah, apparently she was used... She was in at least one issue of New Avengers, which I believe was Bendis's, and various issues of Captain Marvel circa 2012. But even so, like... Thank you for jumping in, because I'm sure the... Oh, they're frothing. Battens would have been hatched. Frothing. The Slack channel is lit up right now. Oh, my God. People looking for blood. Xbox, quit the Slack channel. You dummies. You dummies. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, you're absolutely correct. What a fresh... I mean, it's 1984, but reading it, it just felt like such a fresh character, a woman Mm -hmm. that literally quit modeling to become, you know, muscle for hire. She could kick anyone's rear end. Mm -hmm. There was almost at no point was her femininity, like, in question at all. Like, when when there's so many men fawning over her, and she always had the upper hand, pretty much. Yeah. Um, It was... I mean, I say fresh take, but even for 1984, I feel like this was such mm. a fresh take on female characters. I mean, I can't think of, you know, I'm obviously very wrong, but I can't think of any other book in 1984 that would have portrayed a woman 
Get on them, guys. As, Get them. You know, <laughs> as the prototypical man in 1984 that could yeah. do no wrong. The, you know, the quote unquote Mary Sue or whatever you want to call it. But she was a she was a she was the boss in this book. I loved how she strung along uh, Detective Amos on the hook mm. the entire that, time. Yeah, that's. I was gonna say that's one of my favorite parts. Is like that. That's the typical. That's the female role, but but in this, it's it's Detective Amos. He's a cop, and just he's just hanging around Dakota's office all day. Like, isn't he? Shouldn't <laughs> he be out catching criminals? But he's just pining after uh, Dakota. I don't know why that guy wasn't fired by issue one from his boss. Oh yeah, yeah. Also, well, the final. The, I believe it's the fourth issue when the, the guy's pretty much like, if you leave, if you miss another day and go to Paris, you're going to bust you down to like patrolman. Yeah. And he's like, see you later, chief. <laughs> I got to go follow my gal. The One of the, the, I have so much to say about the art and it was just beautiful. It felt like John Romita Jr. meets younger Stuart Eminem. Mm. Or actually both younger versions of those wow. artists. But there Maybe was the best metaphor one, ever poised on the show. There you go. There was one scene that I thought was uh, just the placement of the characters from the artist was so well done. And there was one scene where I think it was issue one or two where Dakota and Amos like relax after a long day of shenanigans. And they're they're just sitting on her couch. Her shoes are off and his shoes are off and they're just his feet are up. I just thought that was like a beautiful scene. Like the amount of thought that went into just those two relaxing mm. after yeah. the day. It wasn't an afterthought. It was so well placed. I had the same thought rereading this. It's all like the, all the staging and the, the the body acting and everything is is so well done, uh, and it never feels like exaggerated, like uh, mm-hmm. like you're watching Looney Tunes tunes or anything. But yeah, yeah, and and ver- almost nearly every panel is very atypical, like something that you don't normally see or read in in a sequence like that. It's uh, the, like you guys were saying, it's just like maybe from a different camera angle or just. Uh, a different way that the the people would be having a conversation with each other. It'd be like a different set piece or something like that. Characters are all super unique. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ricky being my standout favorite. Yeah. Ne- there is never a panel where he doesn't have sunglasses on. Mm-hmm. He's 12 years old, but he's, you know, he's, he's, traveling. he's gambling and uh, <laughs> yeah. traveling the world. <laughs> With with sixteen with a sixteen year old model, oh man! The, I mean, the, the crux of the of the book is the most is unbelievable thing I've ever <laughs> read in a comic book ever. Where's my Ricky spinoff? Where's my Bendis <laughs> resurrecting my Ricky, Ricky book? Ricky gets a pen that has gas in it, and the yeah. bad guys want it. And he goes to Paris, goes to Switzerland with this model the, who's roping him along. The guy didn't know it was full of gas. Like, am I didn't know he? <laughs> listen, he's got his mock turtleneck on. He's got his blazer. He's got his sunglasses on. He doesn't have time to check his pens for contents. Ricky is Dakota's uh, brother, but but not only that, but R- Dakota and Amos eventually go to Paris and Switzerland to find him. This is 1984. How are you just going to Paris <laughs> at the drop of a hat in Switzerland and just think you're going to find your brother? Like it was, and they did well. Detective mind. Detective Amos is like, this is what the people of New York PD pay me for every day. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh yeah. I find runaways in foreign countries every week. It <laughs> <laughs> was pretty easy for them too. They they found them. I, I don't know how what the time frame was. I think they. She said it at the feels end, like last could issue, be ten hours. She said the last issue. You don't know what I've been going through for the last two days. <laughs> so they got to Paris and Switzerland in less than a day and found him. 
And they stopped for meals because they were pretty nonchalantly sitting at a table, mm-hmm. you know, just like brainstorming ideas of where to look. You got to so, you got to remember I mean, though this been, is the this is like this is these are high class folks. These are these are jet yeah. setters. That's I'm what just they saying do. they have very little sense of urgency. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, remember when she got to Paris, she gives up the first sight. She's like, "Well, I'm not going to find him tonight. I'll try again in the morning." And then she and then yeah, there's the a lot of talk about her, getting lunch. lunch and stuff. <laughs> it's like the next afternoon. They're like, "As soon as we're done this meal, we're going to keep looking." <laughs> and then what is it? They find him by they just pick up the the local paper, right? and see a picture of him or the bus that he was in <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and it's like detective Dave was like oh i know let's just get the paper and yeah. they'll there will, there will be a clue and there was <laughs> i mean god love him why is it a detective and not me you know yeah he knew mm-hmm. they knew what to, what pace to take this was the i mean how about the villain's name being Sheik ibn beak sorry i i had to get <laughs> i get that out before i forgot i mean yeah you we're gonna we're getting there but we are getting there via the most complicated plot in u.s comics history yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it almost doesn't matter because it, it's the you, thing about the book is it's like it's like it's high adventure right and it's it's funny too like it's really funny it, one, yeah, one exactly. little touch that i love is that in so like every, the the pages are packed but like There'll be like weird yeah, off yeah. offhand comments from background characters, which I love. Mm. I feel like that that is not used mm. very much. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it it goes at this clip. It's almost like a like a '60s romantic comedy. Um, yes. Or like a like a '60s newspaper adventure strip or something. You know. I keep thinking of like Our Man Flint, mm. but with Dakota North. Yeah. Like or like Get Smart. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just this breakneck pace. I mean, you can't fit a nickel in the plot of this book. Yeah, it's, it's so <laughs> packed. But yeah, the uh, but you're right. Chuck was right. Like the plot, as overwrote as it is, it doesn't matter. Like in the end, it's just Dakota North and her, you know, the people that keep her afloat. Like just mad just dog. living life. Like this is their lives. This is normal. Oh yeah. Them. Yeah, Mad Dog. Her her is is her like her like assistant her in New York. Oh, by the way, she has yeah. offices in four cities. In case you're were wondering, but uh, yeah. But how is that possible if she's always broke? She owes Mad Dog's five weeks of back pay. I don't know. I don't know how these rich the people work. I don't, I don't get oh, it. Oh man, I shouldn't have unraveled. You that. write a, you write a check string. and you you now own houses in four cities. Nobody needs to know when it's gonna get right. I love the the for the first page of issue one. I was trying to, because I, I think Chuck made a comment about how the art is great, so I was like, oh, I wonder if that means the art's not good. So then <laughs> the the first comment from Mad Dog, eat lead, geek face. <laughs> and that's like Word Balloon 2, page one, issue one. I was yeah. like, oh, we're in for it now. Yeah. yeah, I think that's the first dialogue uttered. I mean, you have like a thought balloon from her, and then it's the first line of dialogue is Mad Dog. Amazing. I mean, it was beautiful. The book was absolutely yeah. beautiful. I'm glad like you guys me, enjoyed it. Yeah, it made me curious what Tony Salmons did like after that because I feel like his is a name that I should have known already. Just, yeah, you know, as a as a regular comics fan. Yeah, I mean, you look at this and you're like, oh my god, this guy, this guy should be huge. He's, he's yeah, he should be huge. Are you up to date on his history? Do you know what his his career path was like? Yeah, I mean, he did. 
he i think he just he was like an artist who just couldn't i think a monthly book for him like this was by month this was a bi-monthly book when it was coming out you know i think he 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 had, he probably had a tough time getting on a book and like i i don't even think he wanted to be like a regular mm. series artist wow. um so he would just sort of jump around he did some stories some like marvel fanfare he did some stuff for dark horse and um he did a uh He'll he'll just like do an issue here and there, like a, a, a legend. He did a Legend of the Dark Knight issue in the nineties. Oh wow! Um, yeah, th- it's kind of fun collecting him because it's like it's so easy to get almost everything he's done. <laughs> right. Um, w- and they're they're all pretty beautiful. Yeah, I wonder if he eventually shifts it into like some other um, industry. Yeah, like, I know. He, you know I think he's in he's in California, so he's probably working in movies or something. Probably movies. storyboarding or something. There it is. Yeah, knew it. They gobble up all the best talent. You That's know? where, uh, yeah, all the Slim's good cartoonists Slim. go. Slim, you probably ran into him at uh, San Diego Hall H. I I probably had uh, wings with him. He's probably promoting <laughs> something else, and you didn't even realize at the time. He probably <laughs> offered me a sprite and a water, and we went to the hotel bar and had ice water together. <laughs> God, I'm so jealous. And I ordered him a burger. Yeah, that's the life I lead. Yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. It's uh, <laughs> yeah, the like. I gotta say, I mean, we the word got out on this a couple weeks ago, and we let it, we let the word loose. But Chuck, I mean, the uh, the veracity of paper, paper cake listeners who've been hunting this down, we have like two or three known uh, people who actually like hunted this down piecemeal to read along with us. Yeah. Like this is the real deal. You said you you that said rules? the uh, the the fever. That's good. No, I'm glad because it's it's like it's it's weird because it's not it's sort of a forgotten book, uh, but there are plenty printed, so they're usually sitting in the quarter bin in your local comic shop. <laughs> mm. um, you just yeah. have to keep your eyes open, and I I pick them up every time I see them. I just buy them because I'm like, oh, I'll just I'll give these to someone someday. Cause right. <laughs> oh, that's they cool shouldn't be sitting in here, you know. Um, like paying it forward. Yeah, yeah, it's and it's it's totally you know it's easy to find and it's well worth the hunt. It's such um, it's just such a different book, like especially from a yeah. Marvel. It's yeah, Marvel so, eighty six. Jim Shooter is in charge. Like it's super weird. It's a super weird book to have come. And out they're promoting there. that new galaxy stuff, like uh, or new universe. Remember yeah, that? new universe. Like it's oh, so yeah. the. I mean, my favorite, like, you have to look out for all the one-liners and the and the humor in the book. Like, it's so thick with one-liners and stuff. I wish I would have taken more pictures of what I was reading because I'd have to go back. I would be reading, and I'd be like, wait a minute, what was that? Like, just a joke? And I went back and read it, and I would laugh out loud because yeah. it was so yeah. absurdly, like, just rammed in there because, like, in the in a normal flow of conversation, Dakota was like the funniest person ever. But yeah, it kind of catches you off guard. Yeah. It's not. Yes. You, you have to like sort of adjust your reading because it's not like you know, it's not like a regular Marvel comic from the '80s. It reads very differently. You have mm-hmm. to sort of like be like, oh wait, oh there's like subtle jokes going on in here. Yeah. There's some. I some, wonder if that was really why it was canceled because it would you know wasn't wouldn't fit into the 1980s quote unquote half style of Marvel. Yeah. Like the, yeah. I mean, I'm really surprised anywhere. no one like Wolverine didn't pop up at all. Like they didn't. <laughs> on issue two. I yeah. 
I'm sure if an issue six came out, it would have had Spidey in there or something. What, was this a spinoff? Chuck, was she created in a different... I mean, Slim, you were just on Wikipedia. I don't think so. I think, back on I think it was... Uh, I think they just created it for this. Uh, I think it was like... The editor was Larry Hama, and I think he, he asked Thomas's to what? to create... Yeah, this has got Larry Hama. He, he was... Because this was like Thomas's first book, and it was Salman's, like one of his first projects. So Hama... Mm. is you can mm. feel him in the background he's 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 really guiding them and and I salman's like, like could have been a gi joe then yeah you know oh I totally mean? totally yeah <laughs> um but like salmon's has said that this was like it sounded like it was like a pretty tough gig for him because he hamo would just tell him to redraw everything over and over again like he was really oh tough wow. on him so it was probably like a real big like learning experience for him and yeah um, Okay, real quick, yeah. Charles Forsman, who wins in a fight, Dakota North or Snake Eyes? Oh, jeez. Like, why would you make they them feel uncomfortable like that live yeah. on our show? <laughs> you know, let's, just, let's just pause the show. We'll come back. We'll circle back. I think I have to go to the bathroom. See? Look, he's sickened. <laughs> so so the, the letters column, fashion statements... Didn't oh, yeah. start until issue four, and then in the most mysterious ending of a book ever, right? It's so mm-hmm. it like it'll give you chills. But the last under the last panel in issue five, this is where we usually put the blurb for the next issue, if there was a next issue, but there isn't. That's the that's the last you hear from this series. That's it. Yeah, there isn't. Isn't even, that like, kind a of an amazing thing? Either. That they st- it is amazing. Yeah. It's like, like it, it makes Because then you read, after that, you read the letters pages in there, the way they're writing in there, they don't know that it's canceled. Yes. So, so it's like. They it's were just like, like, let's just throw this in here. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, there's no, that's not even humorous. They're like, we hate this book so much. This is what it deserves or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> So we're like Dakota North's dad, S.J. North. Oh yeah, S.J. Oh yeah, S.J. And Coop. How about the his Coop. his buddy Coop, who had the nerve gas pen, looks just like a Steve <laughs> Ditko drawn character. <laughs> yeah, his big eyes behind his yeah. glasses. I mean, that was. Uh, he didn't know he had. A, did he? Did he know it was a nerve gas pen, or did he not know it was a? Nerve yeah, oh, I yeah. think he knew. He, he he gave it to the kid on purpose because he knew it would be. Well, idiot. Well. Yeah, he's an idiot. But oh, and also, can I say this book? It, I feel like somebody hated cats. Have you noticed all the the cats getting killed? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like as the issue the... as the series goes on, more and more cats. Because so, there's like a villain in Paris, the Sheik, who has this. Is it falcon? Is it is it a falcon? Dale, you're the, a falcon. the falconry expert. I better believe right? hashtag falconry. I uh, <laughs> I I thought seriously when I read this that Dale was going to take major issue with Dakota North using a two by four. Oh my gosh. Just yeah. slam that Falcon yeah. around. She's trying to save her own skin. You, like you couldn't yeah, you gotta do what you got to do. You couldn't lock the bird in a closet. You couldn't cover him with a sheet. <laughs> a, yeah. But just the, I mean, the that, light. that dumb bird freed her with his own, his own talons. Yeah, so That's let's true. talk about that real quick. That's the most <laughs> over-the-top action sequence of all time. I'm going to time it so I can flip this chair over just as the bird's talons. <laughs> Maybe if you know a little bit more about falconry, you would have done the same thing, Gen Z. I mean, yeah. I'm, I, my ignorance is obvious that I know little to nothing about falconry, and that that's probably the like move one. 
That's like class one. one. If you, this is how the falcon takes your bindings away. Right. Everybody gets your wooden and chair. You would know if you would study the falcon. You would know once he got up to top speed, he can't change course very well. So once he gets his talons out, he's he's slicing anything in, in that direct <laughs> path. So if you put your bindings there, if you put a rabbit there, and it's so sharp, you could just you put a right through there. rope. Like right through rope, that one talent, just like a hot knife. If you put a critter there that should, like through the chewed up drywall, all that you see is these long buck teeth that he's trying to chew to like whittle mm-hmm. down the size of his teeth so they don't grow into his brain. <laughs> I just I just pictured Dale bringing a falcon in a cage to his basement to get rid of his critter problem. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to call over Sheik Ben Sheik. I hope he doesn't mind sleeping in the basement on the couch. Sheik Ben Beak. smells like a little also, bit like a cat pee. What what a strange main villain I thought too the sheik living in Switzerland who is also a falconer falconer absolutely <laughs> who had major over like the, the top character yeah who had the best James Bond villain we never got to meet in the movies Sheik Beak his name is Beak and he has a falcon I feel like he would have been a James Bond Junior villain maybe not James <laughs> Bond oh movie. man James Bond Junior that's our next book club <laughs> great theme song an even better I, comic book uh, IQ. Instead of Q, right? I'm trying to name all the characters of oh, James wow. Bond Jr. What about uh, Indiana Jones, The Young Adventures of? Did you ever watch that? Oh, great show. Hmm. I didn't great watch show. much of that. My favorite episode is when he borrows his father's Model T to take his date to the prom. Mm. Great episode. That doesn't sound very adventurous. It, you know, the, 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 the car broke down, so <laughs> there was an adventure. <laughs> Who played Indiana? Defender. I think I never, I never watched it because it was. Uh, I was disappointed it wasn't River Phoenix. I think. Uh, well, I think it would have been River Phoenix had oh. you know history been different. Mm. But uh, Sean Patrick Flannery <laughs> was the young Indiana Jones. Why does he sound familiar? <laughs> Can we get the intern on Sean Patrick he's, Flannery? He's been right in now? such movies as Boondock Saints, uh, uh. Boondock Saints Two. <laughs> That's one of your all-time favorite movies, isn't it? Boondock Saints, <laughs> Boondock Saints too. <laughs> now, Boondock Saints, you, I think you were hardcore into that movie. Oh, yeah, you point. know he was. Uh, yep, oh, my you wife can, is totally you know hardcore into that at, movie. At Jonesy. She's probably got a Sean Patrick Flannery be. photo above her bed. I mean, it's probably down off the wall at this oh, point. Oh, my since I'm down Jonesy, here, please. You know what I mean? Christmas age. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, he was also in Powder. Ooh. And The Dead Zone. Uh, my wife just texted me Suicide Kings. Oh That's my. another movie he's really? in. Really? Wow. Oh, man. <laughs> great, great stuff from the Joneses. Young and the Restless, 2011. Oh, yeah. Mm. Still still at it. Still chipping away. Still, he looks great. He's wearing like Working a... Working actor, you know? He's not wearing like a V-neck. He's wearing like an O-neck in this wiki page. It's just like a... It's like a blouse undershirt. Are you jealous now? Do you want it in your I don't wardrobe? Know if, I don't know if I need an O-neck. Yeah, not many people. In my... I mean, it just sounds like you're not brave enough. Wow. Well, oh, here you go, Jonesy. <laughs> Flannery is also a black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, mm-hmm. which he I, teaches. I knew I liked him. Knew I liked Whoa. him. Whoa. As we all know, Jonesy's taking yeah. jiu-jitsu classes. He's a, he just got an award. This is not None of that is true. Uh, but I, it's like nine or ten years to get your black belt in jiu-jitsu, if not longer. So mm. that's pretty impressive. Simply irresistible. Body shots. I, what was that? Uh, one about? That was just a "How did this get made?" episode. So there you have it, Dakota North. Any any final closing statements on Dakota North? I, f- I feel like um, Bendy should bring her back. Yeah, bring her back. 
Uh, yeah. I think it, it's it's a surefire hit for the uh, the kids. Um, and also, oh, I want to I want to thank uh, a fellow cartoonist, Michelle Fife. He uh, he did a lot of legwork on on this. He a few years ago on his if you go to his blog, michellefife.com, he's got interviews with Tony Salmons, and he wow. even talked oh. to Martha Thomas's a little bit. Um, oh. Yeah, it's it's easy. Just Google this stuff, and you'll it'll pop up. Uh, but yeah, I want to thank him because he he really he filled in a lot of like you know after I read it, I was like oh man I want to know more about this guy and so that's a good resource if you want to mm. learn more about well, that's cool. people involved in Dakota North yeah creator of Copra oh Copra yeah also do you guys hear book. hear my critter my kitty's uh beating up a box Bobby back Enan here showing up a box back here. <laughs> Little known fact, Chuck Forsman is a photo of Bobby Heenan framed on a piano. That <laughs> <laughs> was Bobby Heenan's piano, if you can believe it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He, uh, it was a gift to my mother. He gave it to my mother. Yeah. I mean, he was a real, like, Bobby Heenan was known for gifting pianos yeah. to women. Oh, yeah. In his yeah. heyday. It's a metaphor. Willy-nilly piano. Just giving. show up, just roll into town with a, a cigarette truck full of pianos. <laughs> <laughs> they know they're going here comes bobby they'd say when he rolls in for a weekend show a house show if you will. oh look out house show speaking of which oh maybe if that'll be our last closing words before we get into the letters letters at papercake.com mm-hmm. dale and i we reunited in in north jersey or is it north jersey oh, south jersey. South, no south jersey what did i say north jersey were took in a, a wrestling event Ooh. In a uh, strength training warehouse, sat about forty people. Mm-hmm. Folding chair was there popcorn and folding chairs. That's all I need to know. I don't know if there was popcorn. There was definitely hot dogs. Smoking Water. inside. No, no. smoking. No way. <laughs> no cigars <laughs> hanging out of people's mouths. No, cigars, pro wrestling, and cigars don't mix. Remind I mean, me to tell you that the time I saw some uh, some wrestling down in Kentucky. A few years ago, let's, let's hear. It. Let's hear it. Is this an on-air story or is this more no, an okay. off-air right. story? So uh, we went to uh, me, a few friends. We did the, like the bur- they have the bourbon trail down there. It's kind of like the mm-hmm. you know like a wine. Like where your head's at. Tour. Yeah, and we were like, let's go. My friends are really big into wrestling. Let's go see some wrestling. And uh, we found this like really local, like outside of Lexington. I think it was in. We had to drive pretty far out into the sticks, and it was the this. Sh- rundown strip mall that they had like gutted out a couple stores and fit a ring in there yes. Um, mm. yes and they put on a show one of the best shows i've ever seen but we were all like yankees very terrified like everyone was chain smoking around us children being abused <laughs> uh snacks <laughs> uh were the children bar. Uh, chain smoking as well yeah uh I, yeah there there were some some youngish looking children who were probably smoking. Like a ten year old with a pack of Winston second hand. And man, they were they were so into it. They were screaming and yelling and oh. <laughs> and we, we just like we were we were just like scared stiff and we we just like we're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna get beat up yeah. in the parking lot <laughs> right after this. <laughs> Everyone's looking at us. They know we're not from there, you know. Right. Uh huh. Yeah. Not but, local. But it was it Say was y'all. it was so Say good. It. So good. <laughs> That's great. There, the main the main event of the show we went mm-hmm. to, the the main event was between O Dog and Z Dog. Oh, battle of the dogs! Wow. Do, was, did they call it the dog fight? Unprecedented. I mean, 
Missed opportunity and was, if they didn't go the dog What was fight. even more confusing was O-Dog was wearing a wrestling shirt that said Dog U on it. And out of the <laughs> oh, middle of the geez. U was the head of Dino from Flintstones. So I don't Come know how, where he, he came into play, but Dog U was not helping matters. It's like keeping track who was who. No. What dog was what dog. And I would have walked out. I mean, it was 96 <laughs> degrees in there. Uh, there was only oh. two fans in the entire building. Yeah. I don't oh. think any of which were directed in our area. No. <laughs> it was, uh, I mean, every every time they had the uh, garage doors to the warehouse open. So every time the uh, the wind or the slight breeze would, like, waft over the ring, like, blow bo into our faces from the <laughs> i mean it was well there was a there was a guy recording it using what looked like an antique dvr camera it was like large like a vhs over the shoulder but it was dvr and i just couldn't like pinpoint the year of what this device came out on wow 2006 and that guy he had some funk yeah. going on he did. hard <laughs> yeah he wasn't like he was rec- he was holding the bottom of it and it was like propped on his belly and he was just like moving his body around to like adjust the camera <laughs> oh, angle. Yeah. There was definitely some smegma going on. <laughs> and I'm like thinking to myself, like this area. footage is going to be useless. This guy is like barely even looking. I don't know what he's capturing. Mm-hmm. There was a guy next to us in a wheelchair who obviously had the use of his legs. I don't know what the story was there. He was just like rearranging his legs. Mm, Kept a great time asleep. though. He mm. wanted to get up close, so he probably rolled in there on the wheel- wheelchair. Do you think somebody offered that guy a grip and he was like, no, thanks, I have my gut. I don't need your fancy Maybe. camera grip. I Maybe. got it. They had, uh, if you donated $2, you got a, a can of PBR. So I was all right with that. Honest, honest to goodness. I don't know what nice. the, What's the can? How many PBRs did you have, Dale? I had one. It was too hot. How I was going to dehydrate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, it's, it's a good idea because I bought a bottle of water and it was frozen. And he's like, oh, it's a little frozen. And I was like, what percentage? And he's like, 90? <laughs> and I was like, well, it'll probably melt, honestly, so I just took it. Yeah. Three thing. minutes later, you have a scalding hot bottle of water in your hand. <laughs> they had like, it was such a strange scene. It was obviously just kind of like one of those CrossFit, low-rent CrossFit workout places. And there was a ring set up in it. But then they, they had this older, he looked like... um Who's the creepy older dude in Poltergeist 2 oh with a hat? Yeah, yeah. They, just imagine that guy doing the ring announcing. Oh. And he was like billed as like a boxing announcer that we should have known or something. <laughs> but then like halfway through the show, they introduced like, oh, we've got some celebrities here you might know. Um, Slim from the Paper Pig <laughs> show. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. I think he introduced one short Italian guy as the Danny cut DeVito. man to the stars and I think he was in the movie Creed mm-hmm. and he introduced this other guy who was in like Sopranos or something and it was like who are these dudes nobody knows <laughs> these are yeah the, it was a very, very very wild night yeah the cut man local, was like local legends local legend yeah the cut man was like 411 so the reason they used wow. him is because they that he makes Sylvester Stallone look tall <laughs> and he had like these huge glasses on and fake had like a toupee of like this weird. froey toupee. Yeah. It was weird. And uh 
I mean, I, we got some quality matches, I think. It was better than the uh, last set of wrestling matches we went to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. My personal friend, you know, look him up. Uh, so fly, LJ Cruz, hashtag Mr. VIP, Ooh. wrestled that night in a three-way match. So it was cool to see him. Honestly, he was the best wrestler there. Yeah. He he, he was. Far. Yeah, he was the most Best athletic. dancer, too. I mean, he he pranced his way around that ring like I've never seen before. I wanted to go dancing with him. We went to uh, Applebee's afterwards, and I uh, had some wings. <laughs> almost got uh, harassed uh, in the middle of the road by a guy who got on the wrong uh, lane and ended up over the bridge from Philadelphia, and he was begging to get back to Philadelphia. Uh, he did his car. His phone was dead. I thought I was done. I made him. I made him follow me to Applebee's, where it was a nice, safe place. What? What did he need? Cash? What? I don't know what he wanted from me, because he was so so act, acting so panicky. Uh, I'm like, I, he wanted to know where there was gas station. He needed water for his radiator. He needed a car charger. Mm-hmm. He needed to get back to Philadelphia. So I showed him all the different things. I pointed them out, and he was so like such a mess and panicky that he didn't really listen to anything I had to say. So I just like <laughs> left him at the front of Applebee's front of Applebee's talking to like mm-hmm. the, uh, the mater D or whatever that is. <laughs> and <laughs> I ran into the restaurant. <laughs> the mater D. Good move. Good move. Yeah. yeah that, I just read the paper that mater D is dead. He killed. He killed <laughs> so I hope you're happy with yourself. God, he used their blood to pour on his radiator. Yeah. <laughs> They're looking for an accomplice, mid-30s, gray hair, Just glasses. left a local wrestling event with one Mr. VIP LJ Cruz. Might have been wearing a sleep shirt. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I wore my sleep shirt out in public, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, what a great show. Chuck Forsman, thanks for joining us. It was a delight. Mm-hmm. Thanks for having me. <clears throat> this has been in the uh, works if- a long time, all right? Yeah, yes. I know. So this I want to do it again. Long. Same time next week, guys. We're gonna do it again. <laughs> Tuesday, let's go. Do you have? A, let's just throw it out here. The, the the exit music is playing just for everyone's awareness right now. Did you have any thoughts on what your next book club would be on your next appearance? Oh, definitely. Do you? Care it would either be. It would either be. I don't know if you guys have ever read Mage by Matt Wagner. Oh. Oh yeah. And there's two series. There's Mage: The Hero Discovered and The Mage: Hero Defined. Wow, both Stay tuned. very interesting. I think we're gonna have to have you back for both mm. episodes. Mm. You know, mm. spoilers. We did the first one. Killed up volume. Nobody remembers but me. I'm sure. <laughs>
we did do Mage, yeah, the first... Oh, no kidding. The first four issues, I guess the first volume of whatever. What episode was that? Was that like the 10s? It might have been in the 10s. Let, let me look it up good right Lord. now. Oh my gosh. I, I, I meant to... The first ever I'm Pimp embarrassed I didn't remember that. It was so good. I, I meant to at reply uh, my boss when I saw you tweet about Mage. That's like his all-time favorite comic book. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, he's got, he's got original prints all over the office. Oh, wow. And uh, some signed pages. Matt Wagner is like his... Like he idolized yeah. Matt Wagner. He's uh, He was uh, a local boy for you guys. Philadelphia. Episode, uh, I'm not going to lie, Chuck Forsman, when you tweeted that advertisement out, it made me want to go back to it. Uh, mm-hmm. Episode 43. Holy cow. Oh, oh I'm going to wow. go listen to it now. Wow. We did it. So it might be time. It might be time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little paper cake redo. Mm-hmm. With mm-hmm. Charles Forsman Part in tow? Yes. We set the precedent. We redid Underboss. So, you know. And God loves, man kills. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of the uh, show mm-hmm. topics that episode, breaking non-news on Inherited. Just trying to be days away. You know, we still could just be days away. We could be. <laughs> I kind of want to listen back to it just to see what we're saying about Inherited. Maybe for new listeners, let's let's set the stage. Jonesy was working on a comic book with uh, the Brad. show Finsta. Uh, yeah, Fiendsta, who did the covers for the early episodes of Paper Gag. Yeah, I missed those covers. It's in the good. works. They tweeted out. They have a now infamous tweet, which I think I actually should go through and give that the old retweet. <laughs> <laughs> the inherited comic book could just be days away, and there was a teaser <laughs> art days away. attached. Could. We could just be days and away. And never heard from again. Now, that might have been four or five years ago. Yeah. It's got to be at least five. It was before I was married. So it's got to be at least wow. five years ago. Wow. Was What's it, that okay, when you said days away, was this like artwork was finished and ready to go go to print? He... I think maybe news. Oh, here we go. I just found the tweet. I typed in I-N-H and the account popped <laughs> and it came up on right Twitter up? right away. That's, that's, that's amazing. That's insane. Inherited comic, July 19th, 2012. Could we... Yeah. No, I was mad at Could we be just days away from a huge announcement? Give that the we could be. Right now. We Ooh. could be just days away. Ooh. Could be a new and the, the description of the Twitter account: a new web comic with words by Jonesy Loves Beer and panels by at Fiendsta. Oh. Even better mm-hmm. if you could find the uh, the drunken vine from our paper keg meetup of Slim reading it out <laughs> loud to the camera. <laughs> okay, so are we in the fireside <laughs> here, or are we wrapping this up? We are in the fireside right now. I think. Could we be just days? I can't wait for someone who has no idea what Inherited is to see this tweet and be like, oh man, Jack, Take it and run like, with it. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then they see it's uh, the date timestamp, you know, yeah. 1,243 <laughs> days old. <laughs> what a life. What a, what a blessed life we have. Life. Uh, I think the what mage. A time to be alive. I love those mage T-shirts. Yeah, that was my everyone's first. Oh man, mage! Experience. Every time I read mage, I go online. I'm like, how much are these T-shirts? I gotta get one of these T-shirts. Yep. <laughs> I um, I do the same thing with uh, Madman T-shirts too. Oh yeah, because it's like I can, oh, there's yeah. like two or three designs that I really like. Can never quite settle on which one, and then I never end up buying any of them. I become 
yeah. stun locked. Yeah, but they're, they're like, made on like that f- fabric, that thick yeah. t-shirt fabric. I don't, I don't. Some of those like comic book shirts I don't like. I think it's all that. What is Slim that graffiti designs have a company? Thick hoodie. Yeah, graffiti designs. I mean, those t-shirts probably cost like ten cents yeah. on the dollar. Yeah, that's how they make their probably money. Probably made in in communist Russia. Yeah, yeah little bo- little children make them. Yeah. Yeah. Communist children. <laughs> the worst kind of children, honestly. <laughs> I have your maid shirt, comrade. <laughs> uh, remember the like the the shirts that Len Wein we saw like those are like Len yeah, Wein shirts, I love the party those shirts. shirts, the silk uh, like dress shirts that like had the bowling shirts. On them. Oh yeah, those are a delight too. Yeah. Like One that. of my favorite memories, meeting Len Wein. Nobody in line to meet him. Idiots. Ugh. Just sitting there by himself, wandered over, checked out my iPad, said he might get one for his wife. It was just a cool little conversation. Check back him. with him. Did you ever find out if he got it for his wife? Hey, Len, about seven years ago, <laughs> we met in New York. <laughs> Do you have an iPad yet? <laughs> He'll remember you. Ask him if um, he can get our press passes approved again, because ever since then we've been denied <laughs> press passes to New York. So. Really? I'm they probably they the deny reason. it? Hmm? I didn't know that part. Yeah, they denied. Oh, I, I stopped trying the guys? first two, t- two years. Yeah, They approved the first time, and then the next two times they denied it, so I stopped trying. I wonder if we just like didn't make content about New York Comic Con. They're like, well, they didn't do anything for us. Yeah, I guess they're... I doubt very much anybody researched that. That's what I'm fact. saying. <laughs> They might have an intern that like reviews press passes and URLs and starts looking for content. He's probably a, a big fan of something we did a hot take on. And uh, oh yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. It was probably Stormwatch. It was probably my fault. Mm-hmm. Hot take on New York Comic Con of us getting drunk and me lo- almost losing my wedding ring in the middle of New York. Oh uh, yeah, you threw it right <laughs> in the street. And uh, God, that was a that was a rough night. Honestly, it probably wasn't you threw very your wasn't ring? on brand. I was telling a story, I think, to Dale, and it was cold out, so I threw my hand up in the air. My wedding ring flew off into, like, Fifth Avenue in New York City, Whoa. and I thought it was gone forever. And one of our buddies, Matt Lauer, uh, somehow saw it in the middle of the street and grabbed it. Yeah. Amazing. It was the night. There's a photo of me in, like, a corner deli with, like, five Foster oil cans. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. We went. You found like some random place that sold beer, and we don't. At the time, I don't think we ever went. Really went into New York a whole lot, so we're like, "Whoa, they sell beer at convenience stores." Ooh, yeah, yeah. twelve dollars a <laughs> can. I think I bought five, drank two, and there's some maid that had three Fosters on me the next day. <laughs> I think I was working. Was I working at that time mm-hmm. at Comicsology? Yeah. Because I remember having to wake up the next morning to work the booth. That was like one of the, I don't know, I don't probably don't even want to talk about I this, re- but it was one of the worst days of my I life. Remember, like, <laughs> honestly, I remember when you had to get up for work, I like cocked my head up and you just looked at me and you shook your head no. I'm like, I'm not, I don't want to talk. Like, you didn't even want to talk like to I me. I had been asleep for five minutes. Yeah. It's like you, it's like 4 a.m. and you're like, I need to sleep. I can't even stand up. And then two seconds later, your alarm goes off. It's time for work. And you're like, oh my God. I think you texted. I think you texted me on the way to the convention center or there, and you're like dry heaved in the toilet. That's all. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, god, awful! Don't don't miss those days. I Me mean, last year at uh, NYCC, I saw 
the guy who plays Foggy Nelson in the bathroom. Oh God! And uh, <laughs> what poor was he guy. Doing? Oh yeah, he was minding his own business when a guy dressed, you know, cosplaying, walks up to him in the bathroom with his camera. It's like, hey, can I get a selfie uh, from you? Oh, uh, creepy. And he's like, he's like, like a, washing that's like his a no-win situation too for the yeah. actor. Like even yeah. if he's like, come on, man, it's a bathroom. You could see him though. He was a professional. A he he put on his smile and was like, yeah, okay, let's go outside. But you know, <laughs> wash my hands first. He probably said, <laughs> yeah. At least he wasn't at the urinal. Yeah, at, yeah, that really. Time. Now he's my favorite. <laughs> Come on, no. remember that one episode where he was complaining to Matt, like for forty-five that hour minutes straight. Jeez, <laughs> oh. avocados at law, Slim. Oh God, I still haven't even watched <laughs> season two yet. Neither have I. Now um, you know what? Wow. I'm fine with it. Wow, I'm fine with it. It's getting real right yeah. now. Hot take. Ooh. Should we cut this out? <laughs> the Netflix people might be listening. <laughs> right. <laughs> Denying you us to, to a Netflix just, con. You don't need to watch it. Just watch uh, Dolph Lundgren Punisher 1989. You're set. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's all you need. Maybe. When he's sitting like Indian style and his J's hanging down mm-hmm. in the dungeon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's sweating by that fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Let's cosplay di- as new Dolph Lundgren in the tunnels. Oh, man. If you watch that movie, watch like a, a nice remastered version of it you, you can tell they 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 really wanted to capture like the detail they went to dye his body hair black <laughs> there'll, there'll be like close-ups of his arm and it's like oh that's really that's black hair they really got that picture like a makeup lady with like a like a hair comb like dyeing it like a just for men hair comb <laughs>